She did some shit to her fucking cheeks and her eyes and her nose. Looks like to me. Well, everything's recording. Uh, I believe everything works. So, we're gonna hit the music. Go ahead. It's the Whatever Man Podcast. It's good. Call him up. If I knew we were going to do this, I would have told him yesterday. Call five? Yeah. It would have been nice to have him in here. Well, we can have one little time. It's not to be the only time we talk about it. Alright, that's enough of that shit. Uh, so whatever, man, podcast. It's Chuck. John. And, uh, welcome, motherfuckers. Mm. It is, a uh, it's, a uh, International Podcasting Week. I did not know that was a thing. Really? Yeah. It is International Podcasting Week, so shout out to all the fucking podcasts the world over. Uh, the 16 motherfuckers are still listening to us. Uh... I don't know what the fuck y'all problem is, but hey, it is what it is. Cheers to you. Uh, so I guess we can uh, shout out to all the podcasts, uh, Pod and Family, Tripod, Pods in Color, We All Win, Pod Squad, uh, Podmosphere, all those fucking collectives. The hashtag Blackout Podcast, cute to great, the critical dump, two shots of the brew, uh, cast, uh, the Just in Time Podcast. If we ever come out to California, we're definitely gonna smoke with y'all. Um, uh, who the fuck else? All the podcasts out in Philly, East Coast, West Coast, worldwide, uh, talk it out. Happy International Podcast Day. There's too many of us. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of anybody else. If I do, I'll shout them out there. Oh, Random Ramblings with Rob. Rob. Uh, all the DFW area, Houston area, Austin area, uh, the White Pants Society, or what is TWS. Yeah. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, uh, pray for Puerto Rico. <laughs> they got fucked. Uh, they're still out. Hmm? Their life's still out. Yeah. They ain't gonna get piled back in some of their some parts of that island for like six months. They 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 are they are fucking them people over like them motherfuckers ain't part of America. That shit is bullshit. It's bullshit. It's an American colony. Those are American citizens. They was just letting them leaving them dangling out there. Cause honestly, I trade every Puerto Rican for the uh, I trade trade the island of Puerto Rico for most of Florida right now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> If there was a way that we could swap from like Miami up (laughs) 
to like Jacksonville, that whole shaft of the dick. Yeah. I would swap that whole shaft of the dick out for Puerto Rico and just push them motherfuckers to fuck. Then, all right, well, I wasn't paying attention at work whenever I saw it. There was someone talking about it on CNN. What the fuck is Trump doing? Um, at first, nothing. Just talking shit about the mayor saying that uh, well, it's her fault that the infrastructure didn't hold up to two fucking hurricanes in a row. They got hit by two hurricanes yeah. in two weeks. One of them was a Category 4. The other one was a high Category 3. That whole island got fucking destroyed. Like, people are like, well, why can't they just, the mayor's sitting there with all of these supplies behind her. Why can't she just get it to her people because there's no fucking roads. There's no roads. There's no bridges. They're, in the, they're on the fucking island. The entire ocean came into the island. Because <laughs> islands aren't flat. Islands are mountainous, which means you need roads to be able to get trucks of supplies up to the people that don't live in the fucking city. They can't do that right now. Like, they had the mayor, she was out uh, going house to house in San Juan, which is the major, the, the capital city, the big city in, in Puerto Rico. They got chest deep water out there. So imagine, imagine if, if, if all of Texas, right? All of Texas floods. And the only city that had a working airport was Houston. <laughs> That's the situation they're in. <laughs> and they're getting fucked. Uh, so yeah. And I, and I don't want to forget about I don't want to forget about Mexico. They just went through like a fucking eight point, what seven point whatever, uh, earthquake. They the day that Houston flooded, were trying to send troops and supplies up to help us. I don't know why the fuck we still haven't acknowledged the fact that those motherfuckers uh, just went through a goddamn devastating fucking natural disaster, and we ain't said shit about them either. Because uh, that shit hit Mexico City, which is uh, home to 20 million people. It's one of the biggest country, big, biggest cities in the world. And we just, hmm. you know, whatever. Fuck the Mexicans. It's, it's, it's bullshit. Uh, it's, uh, it's looking real bad for the old West. <laughs> for the Western Hemisphere right now. Looking real bad. Uh, oh, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, they got fucked. That whole fucking thing is fucked up. So, uh, yeah. I haven't talked to my aunt, and I ain't talked to Matthew to see what happened in Trinidad. I, I imagine. Uh, I mean, that the whole Caribbean got fucked up. Yeah. The entire Caribbean got fucked up. Because uh, these girls from uh, Trinidad. So, I, look, man, this is a shitty situation all around. Yeah. And we have the worst person possible. <laughs> like, the absolute worst motherfucker in the world. Oh, uh, that's supposed to be, you know, looking out for people. Um. 
I asked somebody about why did Trump, uh, we don't need any help from you in Cuba. Why do you just end all relations, no flyover, nothing, none of that shit, all right? This guy sat there and he said that, well, we don't want the same thing to happen that almost happened in Germany whenever the Germans were trying to take over the world. Because if they would have hit uh, Cuba, then they would have uh, pretty much would have got us. He says, well, yeah. And also two other, well, two other countries along with Cuba, you know, they would have got the United States. But that has nothing to do with what's going on now, you know. So, but he couldn't really give me a, an accurate answer. So do you think he's doing that? Um, and then doing that to Puerto Rico? No. Well, the Cuban situation is weird because of the whole, it's run by a communist regime. And the U.S. is uh, anti-communism. We aren't really anti-communism. Yeah. We say we're anti-communism. We actually have a mixed economic system, social system, with communist, socialist elements. But I'm not going to get into that. Okay. Uh, but I was just kind of curious about if... But no, 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 no. See, we don't... We, we had been stopped fucking with uh, Cuba because of the Cold War. They were a Russian satellite state. That's what the uh, whole Cuban Missile Crisis was about. Is Russia was trying to stage their missiles on Cuba. If they stage their miss missiles on Cuba, they can easily hit any American city. So JFK blockaded those missiles, and we almost got in the fucking World War Three over that shit. Uh, I thought it had something to do with the Germans. No. Not with Hitler's. No, no, no. The Hitler shit was Mexico. That was the Zimmerman note. He was trying to uh, get... Mexico to side with the Germans in World War Two, so he could bring troops in through the southern border. I could have sworn it was fucking uh, Cuba, man. It might have been Cuba, might have been involved, but the reason why we got into World War Two was because of the Zimmerman note. It was because he was uh, trying to negotiate with Mexico, and the Mexicans told us the fuck shit he was trying to do. And this, this is the thing, say yeah. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> This is the thing said get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, the Zimmerman note. Yeah. It was a German advisor who was uh, trying to contact the president of Mexico to proposition Zimmerman? German? Yeah. Zimmerman. German. Yeah, they're not all named Schlegel or whatever the fuck. They don't all have to have in their name. I thought it was a, uh, a Jewish name. It might have been. He might have been a German Jew. There was Jews who fought on the side of Germany that fought for the Nazis. The um, the the guy who invented uh, the Nazi gas attacks, he yeah. was a Jew. He was a German Jew. He just felt more loyal to Germany than he did to his people. Pussy-ass motherfucker. <laughs> Jason Whitlock ass motherfucker. <laughs> Ray Lewis ass motherfucker. <laughs> Don't mean to see you out there kneeling, Ray. Hey, this is the first time you've been on both knees, nigga. 
You know who dicks, dick you suck to get out of that murder charge. But uh, yeah, man. I I don't I, I didn't intend to start this off on a negative note, but I had to get that out because uh, I got too many fucking Puerto Rican friends, and goddamn it, who don't like looking at Puerto Rican women? Amen, brother. Jesus Christ. Like, you know. Uh, so, yeah, man, I just, I, I, I really do hope that island comes back. Because I, I would hate to, I'd hate for us to lose it over some fuck shit like this. Because, like, right now, that, that island, the whole island is fucking unlivable. Motherfuckers are surviving off of creek water in some parts of, of, of Puerto Rico. It's it's fucking unlivable. Like the buildings all unstable. Like there, there's whole swaths of Puerto Rico. You know Puerto Rico is a fucking tropical island, right? It's got rainforest. There's whole sections of Puerto Rico where there are no trees. You see clean across that motherfucker. Like that hurricane, hurricane is just whipped out all kinds of shit. None of the trees in Puerto Rico have leaves on them right now. So this is gonna be a hard. Oh, dude, this is a years long recovery. Like to to put a to put a motherfucker like right now, right now to this day, there's whole swaths of fucking New Orleans that hasn't recovered. Yeah, Katrina was in two thousand five, and that's in the mainland. Here, it's gonna be decades before Puerto Rico gets to the point. To where they, they have no like they could go there's some parts of that that island that are gonna go a year without power. I mean there's no plumbing, there's no sewage, there's no nothing over there. There's nothing. There's gonna be a lot of people are gonna die. Because a lot of the old people, they've been going weeks without their insulin, or a week without their insulin. Uh, dialysis patients, uh, the the hospitals don't have any power, so everybody who was sick when it happened, who were in those hospitals, they're running there without power or without generators or whatever. They have no fucking oil in infrastructure over there. Everything has to be shipped. They don't even have enough truck drivers to send over there. They're begging uh, people who are truck drivers to come over there just so they can deliver the supplies to where they can deliver it to. Like they, but that, their roads are fucked, so how are they, they going to drive? To the remote areas, yeah. Like inside San Juan, they can still move around inside San Juan. Then, But you can't get out. Like, that's the problem. How you come they, then, you know, all this Trump's got to do is just send, just send, uh, send, send some military out there. Yeah. The Coast Guard. Yeah. Well, he just sent them. It's been a week. He just sent them. Everybody watched that fucking hurricane hit on television. Everybody knew what the fuck was going to happen. Why there wasn't a Navy ship immediately in following that fucking hurricane? I have no fucking idea. You knew. You knew. And everybody watched that slow-ass response in Katrina. And it caused a thousand motherfuckers to die. Probably a thousand plus. Because I don't think they ever got a, a fully accurate number of the number of people who died. Because to tell the truth, they don't even know who died and who just left 
and then come back. There's gonna be a shit ton of people dying in Puerto Rico. They're probably gonna be finding bodies for like the next six months. And what what's that uh what's that Red Cross? Ain't they fucking up? Red Cross has always they, been they taking money and they ain't doing nothing. Well, you know, you, I was told that you had all these celebrities donating to these people, well, uh, to, to the Red Cross, but what are they doing? Well, see, this is the problem that I have with the Red Cross, is the Red Cross does a lot. But the problem with the Red Cross is, is the Red Cross is like McDonald's. <laughs> it is. So you have the International Red Cross, which is run by certain people. And then you have the Red Cross, which is a U.S.-based one. And then you have, each city has their own franchise of the Red Cross. Like, Austin has its own Red Cross. Okay. And then they have a regional Red Cross called the Central Texas Red Cross. Okay. All of those people are run by different people. And they all allocate their funds in different ways. So, like, some of them are completely volunteer, which means they don't have, they have little to no overhead. And the money that you give to that organization you know, some of them, because you got to pay people to, uh, to, to, like the people who work for the organization, they have to get paid. So a certain amount of your donations goes to it. In some Red Crosses, that, uh, that, that amount of your donation, so like if you give a buck, 20 cents of that buck goes to pay for the people who organize. So 20% goes to the organization, 80% goes to the victim. Mm. And some of them, especially the International Red Cross, it's the other way around. 80% goes to, like, they'll spend 50%. So, like, you give a buck, they'll spend 50 cents on advertising that they need money. Like, motherfucker, we know you need money. I don't need you to spend 50 cents that I gave you to tell me again that you need money. So they, you do that shit, right? Mm -hmm. Or they'll do some fuck shit like this where they'll pay themselves 50%. Then spend another thirty percent on advertising, and then twenty cents out of that dollar goes to whatever people that they that they that they send out. Uh, a lot of it is organizational bullshit where they'll try and like uh, in Houston, the Red Cross was doing fuck shit like asking volunteers to come in uh, and collect donations, but then they were so disorganized that nobody had a handle on who was giving out what, where to put volunteers, where the emergency areas were, who could do what, where, like putting people, like if you have a dude who's a carpenter who comes in and says, hey, you know, I want to be a Red Cross volunteer, I want to help, I'm a carpenter, send that motherfucker out to help rebuild homes or tear down sheetrock or be in charge of people doing something, but they'll have that motherfucker sorting cans in the in the kitchen or whatever giving them bullshit busy work you know wearing a red cross shirt so he looks good like the red cross is it, it the problem with the red cross is the, like the problem with everything else it's run by people and people are fucking stupid that's, that's pretty much what it comes down to and that's why nobody trusts the red cross uh, the red cross lost a lot of fucking trust uh, with the Haiti with Haiti yeah I'll take note. uh so they, they lost a lot of their fucking credibility, but 
they also do a lot of good work. Like having been in the military, the Red Cross, if you get lost overseas or whatever, or your parents can't find you, the Red Cross will find you. The Red Cross will track down your last known location uh, for your family. Uh, they do a lot of good work with blood donations and blood drives and shit like that. But, yeah. We talking about this. money. Well, no, they actually do send out, like, the because that's what they started out as, as a, a blood donation thing. Yeah. So they do that really well. But this fucking, uh, this fucking bullshit, uh, with disaster relief, they, they're fucking up. Like they no, they don't know how to do it right. And and my opinion is, if you don't know how to do it right, just fucking don't do it. You know, or if you gonna if you gonna collect money for it, find some people who do know how to do it right, and get the money that you collect to them. You yeah. know, send the volunteers over to them. I, I have no problem with them being. You know, the people who collect the money and distribute it out to, to other people, as long as they do it in, a, in an ethical way. The problem is, is they haven't been doing it in a fucking ethical way. And it's, it's, a, it's a fucked situation. Uh, and with that said, uh, I want to shout out all the people who gave, uh, who donated time, money, effort, whatever, with all these uh, things. And motherfuckers always talk about celebrities don't care and they don't really give a shit. I want to shout out Trader Truth, Slim Thug, Bun B, Fat Joe, Jennifer Lopez, Mark Antony, uh, Jay-Z loaned his fucking plane to uh, bring supplies to Puerto Rico. Pitbull loaned his private jet to uh, to send send supplies and shit to Puerto Rico. Uh, all these motherfuckers. Nor uh, Noriega. All these motherfuckers who, who actually do real work and, and get their hands dirty. Because Trader Truth is still out there in Houston and, and in Port Arthur uh, delivering supplies and, and and helping people helping rebuild homes Slim Thug, as soon as he heard because he was in Vegas when the hurricane hit Houston as soon as, it, as soon as he heard what happened he was on the first plane back to fucking Houston the first flight he could get back to Houston he was on his way back to help rebuild homes and shit so you say what the fuck you want these motherfuckers is out there helping uh, Beyonce too Cause she went out there, she was helping, she was doing benefit concerts and raising money and doing all this other shit, helping. Yeah, you know, she always do shit for Houston. So, you know, just shout out to them. I'm glad somebody's out here doing something because we got this fuck nigga in the goddamn way. <laughs> and LeBron's right, he is a bum ass motherfucker. He's a fucking bum. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Fucking worrying about goddamn football players kneeling and whether Steph Curry want to go to the White House to see his bitch ass. Nobody want to see you. Okay. The only, only reason motherfuckers even want to go to the White House right now is they hope to see Melania walk around there butt naked. <laughs> you know, uh, Carolina, UNC, they 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 turned them down. 
Yeah, they should. And and what I don't understand is you got all these people that were loyal fans. You gonna turn your head? You gonna talk shit on this team because they made a choice not to do this? How is this a form of showing respect to this motherfucker? What 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 what's the big deal about going in the first fucking place? That's what I want to know. Why is everybody taking this to heart? Well, one, the the presidency used to be respected. This is the United States. Yeah. Where everybody has a choice. Yes. There was a time that everybody did not think think alike, and didn't nobody say shit. Well, most people don't think alike now. It's just now you know what everybody thinks. You know, didn't give a fuck what you thought. Yeah. Didn't give a damn about your religion. Didn't give a damn what you ate. Facts. Now, just because they don't want to go to this White House to see this guy. Oh, well, if if, 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 if if that was Obama, man, fuck you. The motherfucker ain't in the office. Quit bringing that motherfucker up. You know, you're going to sit here every fucking time if it was Obama. Well, if, 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 if well, well, look, one, one thing, well, if it was Kathy, if Kathy, Kathy Griffin did that, that, uh, that commercial or whatever on YouTube and it was, uh, Obama's head. Yeah, well, it wasn't, and she still got fired, so it, yeah, what's well, the point? Uh, but the thing is, what about his kids and all this? Okay, what about his kids? What about Obama's kids, if you want to sit here and go back and forth? What about all them times they sit there that they're going to show him hung? You know? Uh, with, a bone on, with a bone through his nose. Yeah. Like fucking African witch doctor shit. Yeah. Uh, with the Hitler stash. His, uh, his wife looks like a monkey in heels. Yeah. A gorilla in heels or whatever. Oh, the whole, the whole tranny rumor. Yeah. That she's a tranny and, and Obama was a gay prostitute in college. That's my favorite one. Not a thing was said about that shit. Nothing. Goddamn word. Nothing. But to every day, to this day, he was born in Kenya. (laughs) (laughs) All right, nigga. Fuck out of here. The fuck out of here with that bullshit. Fuck. Fuck out of here. Fuck boy ass motherfuckers. Me. You have Trump saying all this wild ass crazy ass shit. Then you got all that shit that Obama was trying to do and the whole time this nigga needs to shut up doesn't this nigga know they call it the White House for a reason oh my god he's wanting to do this I don't know that motherfucker's name but it's the guy with the, with the black hair that was sitting behind him oh is that uh, Romney no 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 that was uh, Paul Ryan that's, that's Paul Ryan mm-hmm. the guy with the, the black hair the of the house yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. You saw the look he had on his face yeah, each and every fucking time he was up there speaking. It was just... He's a fuck nigga. And, and that's what's funny. is like now, 
the, the, the whole U.S., the whole political thing is finna change. It's finna change because we're going to see something that this country has not seen in a long, long time. Actually, I don't even know if this country has ever seen this. We are about to be on the precipice on the decline of the white man in this country. The, the precipice? Yes. The, uh, you have to look this up? The, the, the edge. Precipice. Like the beginning. Like we're about to see the beginning of the slide. Right now, white males between the ages uh, or uh, under 50, basically white males under 50, are dying at a rate faster than everybody else in that age bracket. From what? Suicide, opiate addiction, and overdoses. Uh, uh, like overweight health issues, heart disease, all of that shit. Okay. Dying at an alarming rate. So basically, would you you take that that whole uh, Rust Belt, we used to be known as the Rust Belt while the factories were Michigan and 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 Ohio and and. Iowa and all that shit, motherfuckers is is offing themselves. They're offing themselves. Detroit, there ain't nothing going on up there, man. They, I know, I know. And, and this is this is that's this is this is why opiate addiction. Right now, what they're going through with this opioid thing is what blacks and Latinos went through in the eighties with crack. The only difference is. Is the government is trying to help them? Because mm. that's why you hear about it as a health crisis, mm. but you don't hear about it as a crime thing. Like with crack, it was a crime thing. Mm. So it didn't make a difference if you were a dealer or an addict in the crack epidemic. You got caught with crack, you got put in jail. Uh, well, go ahead. But with this opioid crisis, as long as they don't catch you with five thousand pills or whatever. They're, they're, they're trying to put you in rehab. They're trying to wean you off of it. And you're starting to hear more about, like, if you read the news enough, if you look enough, you'll start seeing things like methadone. They're starting to run out of methadone because that's what they use to wean people off of opiates. Uh, you start hearing stuff. No, they use to wean them off those pills, too. What? Those pills, those pills, those oxys, Yeah. that's heroin. Oxycontin is heroin. There's one, there's one molecule difference between it and heroin. It's the same chemical formula. It's actually more effective than heroin at getting you high. That euphoric feeling, it's actually a cleaner high using oxy. The reason why there's a heroin epidemic now is because motherfuckers were hooked on oxy. And, and they couldn't yeah, they couldn't get it. So they started doing heroin to get the same feeling. All these motherfuckers that you see walking around nodding out and shit, it's all opioid. It's all, it's all, that's why they call it an opioid epidemic. They're not calling it a heroin epidemic because it's not specific to that one drug. It's uh, heroin, it's oxy, it's uh, suboxone, it's uh, that shit that killed Michael Jackson, uh, fentanyl. Uh, all of that shit is all the same shit. It's all the same drug. And what do you 
what do you what do you, what do you call it? What, what 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 category are those bars in? Oh, uh, that's a bar. I think it's a barbiturate because it's a downer, but I'm not sure. Because you you got I'm gonna use the street name for it. You got the school buses, which are yellow, and those are the ones that's supposed to have uh, the speed in it. Those are the ones that keep you up. And you got the white white school buses or totem poles or whatever you want to call them. Those are the ones that put you down. But a lot of people have been going for the school buses. So you're up, but not. No, see, and it, the thing is, is that the entire Midwest, I think in, in 10 years, the entire Midwest is going to become Compton in the 80s. It is. There's not going to be any jobs. Because I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Nobody wants to live up there. It's cold. <laughs> Takes shit to do. And there's a couple of pretty girls in Ohio, I guess. <laughs> hey, man, I ain't going to talk shit on Ohio, man. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to talk shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to talk shit on them white women up there in Ohio. Now, I know that. Hey. But there is some pretty women in Ohio. I'm sure. I didn't <laughs> say that word. I'm not saying that. I, I see you. I see you. <laughs> I'm saying there are some. <laughs> okay, but I'm not dealing with cold weather and boxy women. Like, it's not. Okay? Okay, if I got to deal with boxy chicks, at least give me good weather. You know what I'm saying? Like... Because cause at some point, at some point, like, watch, you're going to start seeing the, because those people, like, they, yeah, there's, there's white privilege. They're getting the benefit of the doubt now. In five years, when people get sick of seeing the same people recycling through these rehab programs, and somebody's like, hey, it's not safe for my kids why are these dope fiends nodding out in front of the public library why are these people on pills harassing my daughter when she walks home from school or you know it's not safe to be on the bus or whatever it's going to become a criminal element and then at that point you're going to start seeing a bunch of young white men go to jail they're going to jail right now. In, but so, oh, I mean, but yeah. right now, it's the, not in record numbers. The, the thing is, where, like, where I grew up, there's a bunch of pill heads up there right now. Yeah. They're, they're part of it. North Carolina's part of it. West Virginia's part. Anything that's close to West Virginia. West Virginia is the fucking pill capital of the fucking world right now. That's what they, you know what they, you know what the street name for, uh, uh, with, the, with the name for, Oxy and those pills is in West Virginia, hillbilly heroin. <laughs> the fuck, dead serious. It's called hillbilly heroin because they take those fucking pills. No they were going, to, they were going down to Florida, uh-huh. going to those fucking pain clinics, getting fucking trash bags full of oxy. How the fuck? Because uh, in Florida, until about a year ago, you could take one prescription and take it to a thousand different pharmacies in Florida. And get that prescription filled, and because they, they had no, they had no database. So you go and you get some bullshit doctor, 
uh, in some back alley to write you a prescription for a thousand five hundred milligram pills of oxy right and you take that thing and you go to what they call a pain center the pain center is where you well actually you would go to the pain center you would tell the doctor yeah I was riding my bike and I slipped off my seat and now my back hurt and he'd be like oh okay and he'd like lift your arm how's that feel it hurts oh well I'm gonna give you 500 pills of oxy here you go Uh, you can feel that when you go out to the doctor's office you walk across the hall to the pharmacy hand it to the lady oh okay 500 she give you your pills so then you walk out walk to the next building which was also a pain center and you walk up to the pharmacy hey doctor just gave me this prescription boom oh 500 oxy boom and then you just keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that until you got a fucking suitcase full of heroin and then you drive it up to fucking West Virginia and you crush it up in the powder so it's snortable and then you sell it to hillbillies in um, fucking West Virginia you know that sounds like a lot of footwork when motherfucker can go to Mexico yeah but you gotta cross the border when you go to Mexico Yes, you have a prescription. Yeah, you have a prescription there too. But this thing is, is it's closer. Yeah. It's closer and it's legal. Okay. And it's not expensive. Well, now it's expensive. It wasn't expensive back then. You can get pills over there for shit cheap. I know, you can get pills in Florida for shit cheap. You could like there's a uh, a documentary called Oxycontin Express mm-hmm. that explains that whole thing, and they actually went with somebody who's doing this. So what they would do is this group of soccer moms from West Virginia, they were hopping a mini. I'm dead serious. They were hopping a minivan. You go get 500 pill, or get a 500 pill prescription, mm-hmm. and they would each go to 10, uh, 10 different. Uh, farm or ten different pain clinics, yeah. and refill it. So that's five thousand pills between six people. So that's thirty thousand pills. They would spend, I don't know, maybe six hundred bucks for thirty thousand pills, and then take them back. And flip those pills, they was charging like between four and six dollars a pill, depending on where they were selling it. <laughs> they were they were killing it. They were killing it. Uh, the same thing happened in, in Delaware and Rhode Island, all up along the eastern seaboard and all those little shit towns where nobody could find work mm. and everybody just wanted to be high all day because they were fucking depressed, they were self medicating, or they had some bullshit injury that they got hooked on the fucking shit and they never could get off of it. And they did that until uh, recently when Florida shut down the fucking pain clinics. They started a registry where if you got your prescription filled, you went to the database and then they went, if they catch you selling pills to somebody who already had a, a full prescription or they found somebody who was irregularly going and refilling their prescriptions, then you would get arrested. That just stopped. It just stopped. 
And I remember when uh, my jaw was broken and I had to go get the, that promethazine. Yeah. Okay. I went to get the my second prescription filled. Mm-hmm. And they're just there looking at me. It's like, well, we need to call your doctor. Okay. But I need this filled. <laughs> you know. You know, I, uh, I think I went home and then I went back to the doctor, you know, and he, he was, he gave me something, but I had to spend money. So the money I had to get that promethazine was already gone. The next day they called me and says, oh, your prescription's ready. It's like, uh... I had money to get that, but I went to my doctor, and I was getting something else. So you can do whatever it is you want with that. Well, it's uh, it's too late. I needed it yesterday. You know, I, it just didn't make any sense. They're looking at me like I was a fucking junkie. I'm sitting there with the fucking shit in my mouth, man. Yeah. You looking at me like I'm fucking crazy? Yeah. Well... I mean, one you gotta realize this is uh this is Texas, and uh, motherfuckers do try to gang them out of promethazine all the goddamn time. Uh, not to excuse what they fucking said, but you gotta realize the state you're in. <laughs> <laughs> we sip scissor down here, okay? All right, and the, those Sprite called Jolly Ranchers. It wasn't. It wasn't even um. The, Skittles the pur- It wasn't even the purple one. It was green. Oh, they don't give a shit. Uh, well, okay. So the purple, I think, is a codeine. Uh, the green is a promethazine. And you're supposed to mix them. That's supposed to be the real syrup. And you take both. Uh, but you can do either or because I've been on both. And I... <laughs> it feels too good. I don't like it. It feels too... Like when you drink straight coke... Oh, my God. I was like a war. It's like he took a blanket right out the dryer and just wrapped himself in. He's just oh, 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 that shit feel good. I, I took that. I took that shot. I had pneumonia and they gave me codeine. I was like, let me try this. I took that. Shot. I took that shit to the head. I was like, bruh. I had completely forgot I had that shit. I I laid down and I just laid there. No TV, I don't know nothing. I was just like, oh my God. I have got to stop taking this shit. <laughs> so wait a minute. Codeine and promethazine. That's what you're supposed to do. Codeine, what? codeine promethazine, and Sprite. I know. I had, I, I drank that. Yeah, I had, I had what? An ace? <laughs> <laughs> in a big ass styrofoam cup yeah and we went to uh, Slutabine uh, I can't do it what, but what's in the promethazine then I think it's all just a downer it's all cause I know codeine 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 is in that opiate family okay the green versus purple I don't know I don't actually I don't know what's in promethazine I know codeine is in the in the opioid family. I don't know. 
So I there's probably there's possibly it. there's codeine in the purple. Well, it's probably an opiate, yeah. It's probably an opiate. There's not codeine in it because if it was codeine in it, they would just call it codeine. It's got to be something else. It might be that. Uh, <sighs> Let me not lie. I have no fucking idea what the fuck's in permethrin. We used to uh, no, well, we used to uh, like got your little syrup right mm -hmm. and just put it on the blunt yeah yeah you seal it wrap that shit yeah Vroom. yeah man yeah, that's, that's man motherfuckers have been doing wild shit like I don't know I don't know if it started in Texas but I remember motherfuckers with was uh sherm making sherm sticks. Uh I thought that was done in Cali, man. It might have been. It was done out here too though. Yeah. It was big in Houston in the nineties. Motherfuckers was uh well yeah, you take PCP and uh and and dip it or you would uh or you make them wet cigarettes where you uh dip your cigarette and embalming fluid and smoke that shit. I was like, man, you motherfuckers is crazy. Like <laughs> But that's that's back before that's back when when downtown Houston was still downtown Houston and it wasn't called Midtown. So they they gonna throw some buildings up and, and some fancy ass bars and all of a sudden it's Midtown. Yeah, man, look, when I was a kid, 1995, you walk down there where the fucking summit, uh, where uh, where the Toyota Center is. Bro, you you get you was gonna get you was gonna get eaten. <laughs> you were gonna get robbed. Them motherfuckers was coming at you like zombies from The Walking Dead. You couldn't. I remember when I was a kid, we would go pick my mom up because my mom worked uh, for Harris County Sheriff's Department, right downtown. All right, right across the street from the Sheriff's Department was this giant fucking abandoned building. It was full of nothing but homeless people. That shit. <laughs> It just smelled like piss. 24-7. Like the wind will blow from the direction of that building and you just you just be like, piss. Just, <laughs> just piss. And it was just a bunch of motherfucking homeless people squatting in that building and they would just be around it. Like homeless motherfuckers would be around the art center and uh and and uh sixth and seventh street yeah, underneath yeah. that bridge. Yeah. Alright, that's how that building yeah. was. Completely around that building and all through that building, it was like that. Yeah, because I got to roll my windows up when you go past the bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's fucking terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. Like, I can remember going down there for my birthday and walking around there and walking around downtown Houston in the daytime, and it was scary. Like, it was just fucking... Like, you just didn't... Nobody wanted to be down there. It was the worst part of the city. If people talk shit about Third Ward and Fifth Ward and all that shit, Third Ward and Fifth Ward had businesses. Yeah, there was a lot of gangs out there. Motherfuckers got shot. People got their ass beat. Motherfuckers got robbed for their Jordans and their starter jackets and all that bullshit. Yeah, but there was families out there. You could still go to the park. I went to the park every fucking day in Trinity Gardens. Every day. I lived at that basketball court. I knew damn near every gangbanger out there. I knew all the drug, the drug dealers used to throw parties every month. It'd be the best time to go to the park. 
Motherfucker smoked weed on the corner. As long as you didn't step on the weed or fuck with anybody, you was fine. You know, there were no cops. Every once in a while, nigga get shot. Or some lady would get drunk as drunk Gladys used to get drunk uh, by the by the uh, crackhead motel. And the motherfuckers would be fucking underneath the bridge, underneath the overpass <laughs> to our neighborhood. And she <laughs> rock past there. <laughs> she just be out there butt naked. <laughs> the dirt next to the train track. She woke one time that bitch was on my grandma porch naked. <laughs> 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 my mom was like, Woo <laughs> She's like Mom Glad is out here naked. <laughs> my grandma came in there came out there with a broom. <laughs> Get your naked ass off the porch. These kids gotta go to school. We looking out the window and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bitch, bro. Yeah, got it. Bitch, get off my porch. Fuck. Yo, the thing is, is that I lived in that. It, that didn't scare me. Going to downtown Houston scared the fuck out of me. Going down there, I had friends that died in my neighborhood. And that didn't scare me. Living in that neighborhood didn't scare me. Going to downtown Houston, daytime or nighttime, scared the fuck out of me. If you went around fucking uh, uh, Herman Park or Memorial Park or the museum, like the museum district was cool. Mm-hmm. Once you got outside of that, shit, you better do it. <laughs> You better hold your balls when you walk through there. They'll take them. <laughs> them crackheads was serious out there. How old were you when you saw... Have you ever seen a, a shot, somebody shot dead? Uh, like a dead like a dead body just laying on the Yeah, somebody, like somebody just shot him. Nah. I don't think I ever saw that. Not up close. I was uh, six or seven um, in the projects down the hill, buying, you know, buying our apartment. Evidently, the guy was cheating on his wife. Oh shit! And the woman he was cheating on, on his wife with, was sitting on the sitting on the porch, doing whatever. She was sitting on the porch. His wife came home. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. She was sitting on the porch. The other bitch. The other side bitch. bitch. Side bitch was sitting on the porch. Had the unmitigated gall yeah. to sit on the front porch. Yeah, sitting on the porch or just on now the porch. this lady's house. Yeah. Yeah. We heard the gunshot. Like, this bitch wasn't going to do nothing. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we heard what the, the fuck? We heard the gunshot. Now... You know, we were supposed to stay in the house, you know, before my mom come home, but you know, we didn't listen. Yeah. And, uh, oh. um, heard the gunshots and people, you know, we looked out and people going down there. There she is. Shot. She shot the bitch in the head. Damn. Just, just brain on the foot, on the, on the porch. She's just Vietnam face down. style. Yeah. God damn. Executed that old. Yeah. And then, uh, it's like my uncle Slate. Now, 
That was the first time I seen somebody shot walking. He got in a fight at his his uh, girlfriend team, bootlegged. You know, here's our apartment. She lived down the hill in the corner, and she bootlegged over there. Slave was always over there. Long story short, he come walking home. I was spending the night over at my grandma's house. You know, he come busting in the door, and it's like, you know, mama, call the police. And you know, I'm looking, his pants legs cut up. He got shot in the leg. Jesus. You know, says I'm about to go kill this guy. He walked home to get his gun. Walked back and killed him. Jesus. Yeah. Well. Walked back and killed. Now he did. Maybe ten years, hmm. if that. Probably not. But he he did some time. The fact that he didn't give him life, it can't. If he didn't walk back and get the gun, if he just would have called the police, none yeah. of that would have happened. But the fact that he got shot, yeah, you know they they yeah. didn't. Yeah, they was like, well, yeah, it's premeditated because you walked back, but the nigga did shoot you. So <laughs> <laughs> look, the way I feel about it, man, that's. That's, that's that's real nigga law. If you shoot me and you don't take me out, I got to take you out now. I got to do something to you. Because, you know, he just said that he told us, like, he didn't kill me. Yeah. He's like, you I got to take this motherfucker out now. And growing up, they, you know, called, you know, called me you know, by my, my mom's maiden name, McLeod. McLeod! Mm-hmm. I seen McLeod in Montague, grandmama! So walk home, but they knew not to mess with us because it's late. Mm-hmm. Um, say for instance, this one time, third grade, doing my uh, spelling homework. Uh, I was eating pork chops, rice, applesauce. My mom was bad for saying "come in" instead of "wizard." Mm-hmm. She just "come in." Somebody comes in, I hear the door lock, you know, and uh, I can't remember everything that was said, but it was our neighbor's coot. <laughs> neighbor's who? Our neighbor, her name was Coot. Oh, okay. It was her brother. And he locked the door. I, I, I don't remember what was said, but my mom was telling him, you know, you need to get out of my house. And he wouldn't leave. And he said something, I just want to talk to you. I just want to talk to you. And my mom's, get out the house. So my mom told my brother Carlos, you know, get the butcher knife. You know? I'm sitting there. Carlos went and got the butcher knife. And it's just... You know, you need to get out of my house. You know, I'm going to tell Coop, you know, get out of my house. So he left. She calls, calls my grandma. Grandma gets the phone to sleep. Everything all right? So he comes, he comes over there. You all right? Yeah. Boys all right? Yeah. Where'd he go? He went down the teens. That's Slate's girlfriend, you know, but mm-hmm. she bootlegged. Right. 
Alright. Sleepwalk down there. He pistol whipped that motherfucker up the hill to our back porch and made that motherfucker apologize. And then pistol whipped him some more and drug him back down to the bottom of the hill and left him. Y'all alright? I'm gonna be a teens. And he went to teens. <laughs> this motherfucker. I like this dude. I mean, they <laughs> they call him they call him Black Slater. It'll take too long. But Slate is about this tall. Mm-hmm. So we're about five, eight? Yeah. Always wearing av- aviators. White white goatee, shade head. Always got a knife on him. Always got a gun on him. Sound like somebody else I know. For <laughs> 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 to have somebody juggling. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, hey man, that's the shit I grew up with. You know. I seen I seen uh, dudes fighting with sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I had to watch out for was uh, the drunk D Barry. D Barry was always out there drunk. He was a wino, you mm-hmm. know. Come to find out, it was my cousin, like one of my, my cousin, yeah. you know, whatever. But uh, we lived the like the the border, the, like the edge of the projects. There was like a correctional center. Right. You know, people getting out of, out of prison. Oh, halfway house. Yeah. That motherfucker leaving, right? They break out. And then we get these notes on the doors. Oh, well, such and such happened. Um, when your kids get come home from school, you know, be sure, you know, you, you they stay home with the doors locked and the, and the blinds closed. Why are you going to put that shit in the projects? <laughs> that close to the projects. Yeah. Well, because y'all don't have a choice and don't nobody want it nowhere else. That's why they do it. Because my, my aunt, she lived in Fourth Ward. Uh, before they, I forgot what they call Fourth Ward now. They, they gave all the wards these new names to, uh, to make them seem safer. So, like, they call Downtown Midtown. Yeah. And, uh,. Jessica sent me, she sent me what they call uh, Fourth Ward. It's some bullshit ass name. Like how uh, how all of a sudden fucking South Congress ain't good enough. So I gotta call it SoCo. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. You bitch ass motherfuckers. Y'all, y'all act like you motherfuckers act like uh, uh, Austin was so hooded that you gotta give fucking Austin neighborhoods these cute little nicknames yeah. and shit. It's bullshit. But yeah, it's 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 fucking ridiculous, man. I fucking I I hate all of this. Shit. I I really do. Like uh. It's something that I'm hoping it hasn't really happened. 
but I'm sure it has because uh, it's like I watched this show called on uh, HBO called Insecure mm-hmm. and it's made by this uh, black chick named Issa Rae mm-hmm. who I'm sure most of the people who listen to this have probably fucking seen at least one episode of the show but anyway uh, the show in the show the girl lives in Inglewood Inglewood is where I was born Okay. And Inglewood, you know, is fucking it's South Central LA. It's it's, it's gangs, this shit going on. <laughs> you know. It's uh or whatever. But it's also like the middle class black area of LA. Because uh so like for black people like what they call Black Beverly Hills is called Baldwin Hills. Mm-hmm. That's where all the rich black people in LA, in LA live. Mm-hmm. And then right next to that is Inglewood. And then you had the rest of the South Central and shit. So they were talking about how Inglewood is getting gentrified and how uh, they started calling Inglewood I Wood. <laughs> I hope to God. I hope to God they're not. If I if I go back to LA and I, and I tell somebody, I tell a white person like, "Oh no, I was born in Inglewood," and they say, "Oh, you were born in Iwood. I'm gonna put. Oh, I'm gonna punch them directly in the fucking face. I'm gonna punch them directly in the fucking face. Oh shit! Because I have absolutely no use for that bullshit. Um. I'm trying to I'm trying to find this picture. It's it's fucking terrible. Um Yeah. In fact they they they're trying to like give all these little cute nicknames and and and, and what the fuck? Like look, I love juice. I love juice. I still got on VHS. No, not the movie juice. Oh like the drink juice. Okay. I like juices. Okay. What the fuck is going on with all these goddamn juice bars and coffee shops and shit? Like, why is that the harbinger of doom for every? Because you ever notice that shit? The second a juice bar or a coffee shop goes up in the hood, it's over. It's over. You know they got that bagel shot down on the uh, um, ah, what's some projects over there? Yeah, yeah, Rockstar Bagels. So across the street from the projects on 11th Street. Is it called Rockstar Bagels? Yeah. That, I thought it was a, like a, another name. Yeah, it's a red and white, right? No. Oh, which? Rosewood. Yeah, I work down the street from there. It's like a like in the corner. It's like at, a, at, that, at that light. Yeah, it's on the light of Chicon and, uh, Chicon and 11th. Because that, that street, all right, so when you get to that light, I didn't think it was called Rockstar Bagels. It's yeah. like a, it's not, it's it's beige. It's like a. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about, though. I work, I work right down the street from it. It's not Rockstar Bagels. I think that's what it's called. Einstein or something. Stein. No, no, that's Einstein Brothers. I know what Einstein. I, well, Brothers. Einstein Brothers. That's what it is. Oh, okay. But that's that's not the one that's on Rosewood, then. Right across the street from those uh those uh projects. No, that's Ro- Rosewood. I work on the other side. So if you keep going down Rosewood, past the projects, that next street, that's where I work. That's got to be Einstein's. That's not. It's There's not, not no red sign out there. 
There's no red sign out there. No, the building. The bottom of the, the bottom of the building's red. The top of it's white. It's beige. It's like beige and black. It's got got three dudes. Or <sighs> if you're talking about the one that's on Chicon and and Rosewood, it's right across the street. Yeah, from, from the projects. The projects on Chicon. Because if you go down that street, then you hit Houston Tillerson. It's Einstein Brothers. Okay, maybe it is Rockstar. Fuck it, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Have oh, you, yeah. Have you ever eaten there? No. They say it's good. No, I've heard. Actually, you know what? No, I take that back. I've never eaten there, but we've had them uh, deliver. Because I've had both. Of... Uh, I like the cream cheese or whatever the fuck that shit is from Einstein Brothers more. Yeah, see? It's right there. Tap the, the street view and then go across the street. God damn it. God, my cousin's got too many motherfucking pictures, man. Women or something else. Hey, you talking about these port projects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, no, I'm wrong. Yeah, because they closed, uh, what's it called? Nubian, uh, Nubian Queen, the, uh, gumbo place. That lady left. No shit! Mm hmm. The one that was feeding the homeless on Sundays? Yeah, she left. What the fuck for? Why? She left. Man, the bitch was on fucking PBS and shit. I know. I know the dude who made that. He used to uh, bring equipment from where I work. She took off. Nobody knows where the fuck she went. See, man, she left, uh... Apparently that dude that runs that fucking barbershop next door to it. Uh, I don't. Well, I know from what I hear, nobody even goes in there because that fucking place is so goddamn filthy. Nobody wants to get a fucking haircut in there. But that's a Rosewood. Yeah. Now, evidently, that's possibly the the the, the barbershop my uncle took me to when I when I first moved down here. That was the first time I I got a fade. Mm -hmm. and they did it right. And we sat there all day. And as a matter of fact, that was right next door to that woman, right? Yeah. And that's where we, they, they got their food from. Because we were pretty much there from, uh, like, 9 o'clock in the morning to about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so we got breakfast and, and lunch and supper. Yeah. And we just sat there and ate plates. But I... And now that place is run down... The, that barbershop? Yeah. From what I hear, yeah. I never got my hair cut. Actually, no, I got my hair cut once here. Well, I went and I got my beard shaped up. And after that, I was like, hey, I'm not paying for this shit anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to do it myself. Because, I mean, um, you know, of course, yeah. no fade going on no more. But uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't find it. And my uncle was always at work whenever I was trying to get go to the barbershop 
and all these other mo- motherfuckers that I went to. Oh man, that's a Southside fade. Fuck, it's a Southside fade. What you got? I didn't ask no fucking Southside fade. I asked for a fucking fade. We can fade it in and give me a fucking Mohawk. I got a fucking Widow's Peak, man. <laughs> it was up to here. Yeah. Fade start right here. Like, Jer, like I said, you gotta remember the state you in. <laughs> <laughs> We're different down here. <laughs> it's Texas. <laughs> That's a Southside fade. I didn't ask no Southside fade. It's like, nigga, you asked for a fade. This is Texas. We assume Southside. <laughs> it's like if you go to New York, I want a fade. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's a Caesar, son. <laughs> they got their ass for a Caesar. <laughs> what I asked for. Fuck out of here. Take your country ass the fuck on to somewhere else. Southside fade. Oh my god. That is hilarious. <sighs> um, damn, this is. Alright, so. Damn. How long have we been going? It was about an hour. We didn't even get to the uh, to the in memoriam section. Uh, the rest in pieces. Uh, so rest in. <laughs> mm, excuse me. I know he was sick. This comes to as a shock to nobody, but it still made me sad. Rest in peace. To the greatest wrestling manager of all time, Bobby the Brain Heenan. God damn it. I loved Bobby the Brain Heenan when I was a kid. That motherfucker was great. He's the greatest manager. <laughs> and one of the best shit talkers <laughs> in WWF history. Yeah, I know he was sick. I know he had some kind of weird cancer or some shit like that. But it still fucking hurt. Seeing him go. Uh, so rest in peace to him. Uh, of course, rest in peace to Hugh Hefner. Uh, went out like he came in stiff. You can't be, you can't be like motherfuckers that, that's like, oh my God, I can't believe Hef is gone. That motherfucker was 91 and popping Viagra's like Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he made it this long. Okay. <laughs> God damn it, God bless him. God bless him. He gave he gave me endless hours of fucking joy. I had this conversation last night with Shane. OG pervert. Of who do you think magazines were better? Flint or Hafner? I chose Flint. Flint's, Flint's pictures were definitely better. The pictures were better. The magazine, Playboy was a better magazine. I still choose Flint. See, I gotta disagree with you. Hefner, a guy can sit here and get away with it. Hey, look, man, they actually talking about some shit. I'm reading it for the article. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. 
understand that. Yeah. That's why I say the magazine's better. But if I'm looking at, if I want to look at the girls, the the, the Flint magazine is way better. Hustler was way better. Hustler was the first time I seen a bitch peeing. I didn't even know bitches had two holes until I seen, <laughs> until I until I seen Hustler. I didn't know. I was like, wait a minute, they got two holes? I, I, I looked at a uh, Chick magazine, and Chick magazine was the one that had. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> and I couldn't figure out who was what was going on. You know, I was just who's what is this? You know, because y'all disconnected. What's going on? Yeah, and then they get that they get that weird fucking close up from the back where you can see what I was looking at. The pussy going. Yeah, in. yeah. And hey, man, it was hustling chick magazine. Hey, yeah. I don't know who made the ones, cause like the ones that that I got to see. Penthouse. Who did Penthouse? I don't know who did Penthouse. Cause you never hear anything. It's just like I, I didn't hear nothing. I thought I thought some a separate person. I thought a separate person did Chick. Did but Larry, it was Flint. Did Larry Flint do Penthouse? Probably. That motherfucker was dragging his balls over everything, yeah, man. Jugs. <laughs> Stink. You remember what a stink? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, black, black something. It wasn't Black Beauty. It was Black something. And he got shot because of that, in, that first interracial scene, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, he got, yeah, he got shot because the motherfucker was crazy, but, um, no, and that, but that's why I make the distinction. Playboy was undoubtedly the better magazine. Like, if you wanted to actually read something, <laughs> if you, like, if you actually wanted to read something and learn something about something, you could pick up a Playboy and read something interesting. Like, he was the first person to allow, uh, black comedians in his clubs. Right. So... Yeah, the magazine, Playboy the magazine was better, but let's get real. If you want spank material, if you trying to, if you trying to, trying to flog the, the bishop or whatever the fuck weird thing that you call jacking off, you're not picking up a Playboy. Yeah, all this airbrush, this all this airbrush poses is making my penis off. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see. I need to see a bitch piss on a midget while he got a ball gag in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, look, this Playboy has some legit. Playboy actually broke stories. Playboy has some legit journalism yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why yeah, I say, yeah. like, as a magazine, as something that you pick up and read to like. Inform yourself or entertain yourself. Like Maxim. Yeah, Playboy is better. If you try to find a picture of some shit, <laughs> it's gonna get your dick hard. Anything but Playboy. <laughs> I'll pick up a National Geographic. <laughs> I want to see some Serengeti rainforest titties. I don't. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Ah, uh, okay. And, and, and I will say this too. Whenever you wanted to see a celebrity naked, you went to Playboy. Because that's the only places that those celebrity bitches would ever pose nude was for Playboy. Because you ain't never going to see a uh, motherfucking Halle Berry with her titties out pissing on a motherfucking <laughs> hustle. <laughs> with a cold menthol. I'm telling you. 100. The long <laughs> No filter on it. <laughs> Like have 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 motherfucking have have fluffers and shit, have them fucking bobby pin their labias back up to make it all nice and tight, look like a teenager, and shoot it at good angles. Heffa just let that roast beef hang. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Not Heffa. Larry Flint just let that roast beef hang. <laughs> like a stage curtain. I'm telling you. Like a high school, like a high school curtain that ain't ever changed. Got holes in it. <laughs> One size higher than the other. <laughs> I can just draped over your shoes <laughs> like some jeans in the night. <laughs> some jeans. Niggas, a Paco. Show pussy that made my Paco. These is jinkers. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You got the skate and tear and everything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Did you hear about them um, talking about a boy, Flair? Oh, about the 10,000. I believe him. Got Ron Jeremy talking about that I didn't look at. He's saying that it's impossible. Yeah. Shit. 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 That mother, them motherfuckers was going all over this motherfucker. Different city every night. Fucking backstage, fucking backstage, fucking backstage, fucking at the hotel, fucking at the hotel, going out, fucking in the car. Come on, man. You fucking in probably about 15 different spots before you even leaving. In one day. Well, this is the thing. If you only fucked one chick, if you only fuck, because Ric Flair is what? Been in wrestling for what, like 40 years? 40 years? That's 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 a conservative estimate to me. Because mm-hmm. he's got to be close to 70, he's right? He's still in wrestling? Yeah. Well, not now because of his health problems. Yeah. But yeah, he still comes out and like... He doesn't, he doesn't do matches. Let, let's just... Okay. How... I, I want to know how long he was actually wrestling. Before, let's stop him at his prime. Okay. Say his prime is prime. Well, let's say, okay, take the back. Like 10 years after his prime, because he was still good. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can, if you stop at his last wrestling match, that was 2013, I think. His last, like, wrestling, wrestling match? It's like 2013. Ric Flair. Had been wrestling for like 15 years when I was a kid. 
<laughs> Ric Flair has been wrestling for a long, long fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. And they travel all over this motherfucker. But that was back in the day because, like, now you only do, like, 140 dates because the company is split. So you're on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. So you only do but after this year. This was one federation. But this was, yeah, but this was back in the day yeah. when WWE and WCW and all these other wrestling federations, they did 365 dates. Um, I'm talking about... There was no WWE back then. Well, it was WWF. It was WWF. And WCW. Um, WCW and then, uh, came out later. Yeah, but it, they started out as WWC, the World Wrestling something something. It's that long ass name. It's like five letters or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was WCW before they changed the name. Doesn't matter. Ric Flair still wrestled for them back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but it was one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. I know what you're saying. It's yeah. only one. Yeah. But they did uh, three shows a week all year. Like, it wasn't switching. So, you worked out of a 365-day year, you worked 300 days. So, you go 300 days, and let's go a different city every day of that 300 days. Uh, so, let's say he fucked one chick for every day of that 300 days. We're not even going to count vacation pussy. That he might have gotten on his off days. <laughs> Three years. That's a thousand bitches. Well, like three and change. That's a thousand bitches. So let's go every seven years. That's two thousand bitches. Five times seven is thirty-five. Rick Flash fucked ten thousand bitches. <laughs> it's happened. Cause that's not even counting vacation pussy. Let me look this motherfucker up, man. Because it couldn't, it could, it couldn't have been Ric Flair. It could have been just a regular old wrestler that was popular, somewhat yeah. popular. Ricky the Steamboat Dragon fucked at least a thousand bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Superfly snooking and came off the top rope on about two thousand bitches. <laughs> he killed one, but <laughs> you know. Big John Stud. What? Trump attacks San Juan mayor over hurricane response. Yeah, I know. I saw that shit. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch ass nigga. I, I hate fuck. I, okay, I, okay. Superfly Snooker, what? Superfly Snooker has definitely come off the top rope on at least 5,000 bitches. You know what I'm saying? If The Rock wasn't on Instagram working out all the goddamn time, because I guarantee you The Rock, The Rock got bitches th- just throwing, not draws, just taking their pussies off and just <laughs> flinging them. <laughs> they throwing their labias at them. <laughs> Across the room. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> labias and shit. <laughs> it's my uterus. It's just the people's pussy. Hey, bitch. <laughs> believe that Ric Flair fucked a 10,000 like that is not that hard to believe you see what? think about it like this Tiger Woods who's a fucking golfer 
Been super popular, billion dollar athlete, all that shit, right? Nowhere near the personality of Ric Flair, though. He had 17 Denny's waitresses and like three porn stars on deck. You see where the, they did the math? You see, yeah. you read that shit? Does that make 54 sense? 54 years of full time? Yes! 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 So you tell me in 54 years, a very, very famous person and a popular. Given an average of 5.4 minutes, it would take 3,333.33 hours of straight sex. Uh, 138.88 days to get to 10,000. Okay. Spread that out over 54 years. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, so... And, and, 50, and, 54 years of sex is 19,710 days. Means Flair was sleeping with a new woman about once every two days. It's doom. Yeah. Shit, man, if I was up up and running, you know, out there, popping, shit, would be more than two. <laughs> hey, we're not even talking threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> Line them up, boys. Exactly. Line them exactly. up, boys. <laughs> let's, let's get it straight. Rick was out there in the night when, when niggas wasn't strapping up back then. Yeah. <laughs> Rick just raw dogging. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't call it Space Mountain for nothing. Woo! Space Mountain. Look, man. Motherfuckers act like, yeah. A, a new chick every two days? Not that hard. It's, it's garbage man they got a new chick every two days. <laughs> if he go on a good run. Think about the milkman. I'm telling you. Get the fuck out of here. Ric Flair definitely fucked 10,000 chicks. That's something I 100% believe. Cause can, can you, could you could you imagine the astronomical amount of bodies you have to had on him? Only his pipe could tell. <laughs> <laughs> if his pipe had a camera on it, it will tell you. Yeah, there ain't no way in hell. If I ever went to the Playboy Mansion, you want to go in the ground? I don't know, nigga. I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> Water so thick you can walk across that shit like Jesus. So I ain't got no fucking clever segue to get into this shit, but I want to talk about some music because you know what? I think I, I mean I, I love the rants or whatever rant about shit. Mm. I don't want to talk about shit that I hate, motherfuckers. I hate all the goddamn time. Mm. I'm talking about some shit I like and some shit I like. 
I want to check out this new chick Rhapsody's uh, album. She's a rapper. She's nasty. And I don't mean like Lil' Kim nasty. I mean, she can rhyme. She can spit. I like this chick. She got this, uh, this, uh, uh, single out called Power. Oh, fuck, that shit is nasty. Don't be, like, Kendrick rap on it. And you, you listen to it and you like, uh, I think she got Kendrick on this one. <laughs> well, you remember, uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, the backpack, team backpack. Mm-hmm. There's this chick, uh, Reverie, Ivory, Reverie. I remember I, I put a lot of posts about that chick mm-hmm. back then. But you remember when they, 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 uh, Team Backpack would have women on there? Mm-hmm. So it was something like that? Uh, no. Well, she's a solo artist. And she signed to Rock Nation. She was signed to Jay-Z's label. And apparently she's been putting out shit for years, but this is like her best shit that she's put out. And, and I, I've heard her rap on other shit before. Yeah. And I knew she could rhyme, but she was like... You know how motherfuckers can rhyme but they can't make a song like you hear them freestyle you're like damn that shit dope as fuck but then when they make a song you're just like yeah yeah you know whatever they can't piece it together yeah but like this like the shit that I've heard that she's done yeah I really really like it and and I like the fact that there's a chick rapping like Foxy Brown rap like Foxy Brown better cause it's not no sex shit it's not no, it's not no, yeah, I'm the bitch, and my pussy bring them in, and blah, blah, blah. And okay, well, I'm, I'm trying to compare. Um, MC Light. Yeah. Yeah. That. That. Like, Light, Latifah at her best. Yeah. Like, all of that shit. That's where I put Rhapsody at. Yeah. That kind of shit. Remy Ma. Uh, without the drug shit. <laughs> although, although, I can say this though. Remy Ma really did shoot a bitch. So <laughs> you remember uh, that, that self destruction video? Yeah. Now, you remember that um, that, 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 that big woman yeah. that was wearing the fur? And the fur yeah, she was part of BDP. Who the fuck is that? God damn, Who was that? Queen something? God damn it. Now you got me. Now you got me thinking. Cause for years I've been trying to figure out who the fuck was that. Cause man, she had the, that that verse she had. I know, I know. I know you're talking about. I can't remember her name. Hold on, I gotta look that shit up. I gotta look that shit up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a. It was a uh, super dope fucking I I love something like because they had uh two two songs back then they had uh, self destruction which was all the East Coast rappers and they had all in the same gang which was all the West Coast rappers. Uh, I like self. I like self destruction more. Yeah. But Lady of Rage's verse in all in the same gang was fucking dope too. <laughs> Yeah, it was a. Uh... All right, 
right, here we go. Queen. Here we go. It'll tell us. Uh, Skylar Rock, Bomb Squad, MC Light, Dougie Fresh, Heavy D. Miss Melody. That was her name. Miss Melody. Because she's part of uh, BDP. Boogie Down Productions. <laughs> we'll always get paid. We'll take the wackest song and make it better. Remember to let's eat your skin. Cause then we'll begin to start rhyming. That's what it sounds like. Motherfucker <laughs> rewind that shit. He rewind that shit. I mean, I wish we could play that shit on here, cause I pull it up. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, I know if y'all listen to Black Podcast, everybody been talking about Rhapsody, but I know Jeremy heard it, cause you ain't heard this shit, right? No, no. Oh, all right. So I'm playing a little bit of it. Uh. So we're gonna cue this shit up. I'm gonna get these mics down. I feel the end of day. Hey, it's coming. Took me a century. Hey, get next to me. Plus makes the enemies invested in So I feel the energy invested for you I never read the 48 line The power to do see make a grown man cry The day I came upon my mama I saw a grown man cry They say it has magic powers even magic ain't die Wake your body to sleep and take a 3M car ride He said the booty, only thing between him and God They love the booty, sacrifice their family and job Bash make police feel powerful in the hood Guns make us feel powerful, but they don't do no good I know my blackness powerful and they don't like that I know some niggas so dead, sit back and watch them tap dance Bombs over Baghdad, they have a flag to brag about Don't make you a big boy, cause you got a nice stack Carolina homeboy, you know we keep a stack house It's power when you know the game, I'm feeling like a champ now I went to rap rap, homie get out the trap house I want the power to be able to rap out what I rap out Black child, God loving textiles Point blank, death smile, Steph Curry projectile I saw the gold from 8 miles Every stone you threw, I picked it up and built a powerhouse Caught a case, I got murder in my profile Niggas still billing me, see that's just the appeal of me Respect on my name, why y'all niggas so emotional? Power, power, power. I feel the energy, hey, it's coming Took me a century, hey, to get next to me. Plus, Mason and Mason, hey, invested in me. 
So I feel the energy. That was Power by Rhapsody. Where's that was just her verse. I think she's from New York. I think she's from New York. But she dope. She can rhyme. And that's what I think. Because, honestly, I know Nicki Minaj can rhyme. She can rhyme. She can spit. She can perform. I don't know if she write her own shit. I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend like I know. I don't know. But, tell me I want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear about how fucking hot you are, how good your pussy is. I don't, I don't care. I'm not getting it. Exactly. <laughs> now look, Lil' Kim, she, talk, she rapped about a pussy and whatnot. Yeah, she rapped about a pussy. But, something. come on, man. I can listen to that shit. Kim was better. Yeah. Like, that was, that was the thing, though. Is one Kim was the first one, yeah, to to do that, really, like some people kind of rapped about sex a little bit, but not the way Kim did it. Like Kim did it as a boss, you know, mobsters. Like she rapped about that gangster shit from a woman's perspective. And the truth of the matter is, the reason why everybody compares her, everybody compares everybody who comes after her to her, is because not because she was first, because she was the best one at it. That I don't care. Like all that shit Nikki talking about and and, and changing her voice and all that weird shit she does. Like I don't fucking care. I've never listened to any of her shit. It's to, for for me to know what she's talking about. So it's not it's not all it's I look, I'm not one of the people where I'm like, oh she's trash and I don't want to hear yeah, any of it. I've yeah. listened to her music before. It's not terrible. It's just not that original. And it's not something that I really give a fuck about. <laughs> like, I don't care. And that's the problem. It's like, if you get to the point where motherfuckers, is, where motherfuckers just don't care about your shit, you know, that's... Is it coming out of this? Oh, yeah, that's right. I gotta turn that down. That's why it's doing that. Uh, um, yeah. I just don't care about whatever the fuck she's rapping about it, it doesn't I'm sorry I, I, I pressed I pressed the button oh, well hold on hold on hold on pause it pause it pause it give you the aux cord here just plug that in cue it up to where you want to cue it up I don't know yeah, if it's gonna know. work it should cause it's not in all the way Say the motherfucking name. Say the motherfucking name. Who, 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 who song is it? That's future shit. Oh my god. 
Everybody knows who the fuck that motherfucker is. I only feel alive when I taste dick. Well, is it is it only future or is it future and somebody? Look, this is the video. There's some there's some kid was listening to it, and that's why you heard in the background. Oh hell no, I ain't listening to it no more. Cause he was listening to it, and then he rewound it. It's like I only feel alive when I. T- What's the name of the song? It doesn't say. It's just he he was listening to it. Oh, that is wild. And he got up and left the room, man. Get the fuck out of here with that fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> I only feel alive when I taste dick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? No, man. I can't. Look. Look. If, if you tried here living his truth and saying he only feel alive when he tastes dick, can't get mad at him. If you gay, nigga, be gay. He put it out on wax. It's on wax. <laughs> it's on wax. Oh. Um, so, wow. Yeah, if anybody knows the name of that song, please let us know. Because I want to know. I want to know. I don't want to be riding around and then accidentally... Press on the taste dick futures. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Hey, did you hear about that, honey? What, honey? That, uh, I want to say, I'm, it's on the island. I, well, I was going to say Puerto Rico, but yeah, I, I could be very much wrong. You can hallucinate from it. I never heard of that shit. It's, uh, okay, and, um, Small doses, it could be used for medical purposes. Okay. Um, but the shit is like on the, on the side of a mountain. And they got to go through a lot of shit oh, to get Jesus the, the, the honeycomb. And they just sit there and pick that motherfucker and just, just eat it. And they first they describe it as just first you get this, this warm rush. But then you will hallucinate. Okay. So, I heard of something like that. But, not on an island. It was cultivated. Uh, I want to say it's an island, but I'm not sure. So, I'm, what I heard about was some shit that they were trying to uh, sell in the, in the weed shops in Cali and Colorado. So, what they were doing was taking bee colonies and putting them out in the uh, in the fields, in the groves or whatever, and letting the bees pollinate from the uh, the weed plants and letting them process it through the... What the fuck was that? Oh, shit. Ain't that some shit? That was the sound of glass popping. <laughs> Those gases expanded too fast. But yeah, they were letting them uh, pollinate and processing weed. You do not hallucinate off of weed. Do you know how many, many times I've eaten marijuana? Hey, look. 
You cannot hallucinate off of that shit. I'm not arguing with you. I'm telling you what I read. <laughs> what I read. I just don't understand why people say you will hallucinate off of marijuana. Oh no, I asked Joe Rogan. Did Joe Rogan say you can hallucinate off yes, of marijuana? He did. Really? Yes. What did he say? Yes. He says that when you eat it, your stomach processes it differently than when you smoke it. When it passes through your liver, it it turns into something else. Yeah. And he says that's what makes you hallucinate. You get high twice. Okay. But you you get higher once it passes through your liver. Now, whatever the fuck you went through... That was on some other shit, and I ain't never lost my shit like that. Now, I don't know what the fuck you... was going on in your head whenever you ate them cookies? Yeah, because I'm crazy, turn. Because <laughs> I keep telling people. Like, I can't. Like, that's what freaks me out about eating mushrooms. It's because some shit's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> See? No, look. We, we had this conversation. And you told me that you would eat from the but if he going to sit up here and do some fucking off-the-ball bullshit, man... Oh, I will take off running. No, you can't do that. You cannot do that, child. Look, man, look. If you do this shit, you got to have it in your head. Hey, look, man. I'm going to see some shit. I'm just going to have to deal with it. Just sit down. Relax. Don't like you, you can't be running off, man. I might fight a nigga. I don't know. Could you imagine being locked up? <laughs> yes. No! No, there is no! There is no yes! There's a no! You can't imagine that! Because I don't want to imagine that! You can't, you can't get in the, in the back seat of a fucking cop car and you want some shrooms. Fuck <laughs> that bullshit! No! No! Chuck! Come on, man! If we do this, you can't, you gotta promise me, man! You can't be doing that shit! I can't, man. How the hell am I going to sit here and tell your mama? <laughs> Try to fight a nigga. Now I can't control him. <laughs> she took off running. And she going to look at me outside the eye. He's been, tra- he been training. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 185, 90 pounds. This I can't stop that. This motherfucker ran around why don't you go get him? Driving. No. He slapped six white people on his way up there. I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, look, man. I, I've eaten, I've eaten weed, brownies, pizza, coffee. Was like, the thing is, all that is shit. the only time that shit's ever happened is with the cookies. Every other time, I was fine. But every other time. I ain't fucking like. Oh yeah, you're right. Half that, yeah, that's the only time right. this ever happened. But there was hash. Those chocolate chips had hash. Did you know what it was? Huh. It's all that fucking alcohol, and then put me in that goddamn environment. Cause every, everywhere else, I was always at home. Or I was there. I wasn't in public. Cause I'm already naturally fucking claustrophobic when I get in a fucking crowded club. Anyway, I want to hit somebody anyway. That shit freaks me out. Then you a pool of sweat. I don't like being. I don't like people being that close to me. Just, <laughs> I don't like. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. Like, there's too many people in here. Chuck, you need to calm the fuck down, man. 
about to start doing training, motherfucker. <laughs> I was just looking at you. I was like, Chuck, chill out, man. Shit, there's too many motherfuckers in here. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Like, oh, shit. Damn it. I don't know. That's your dude. <laughs> he grabbed his hand. Wait a minute. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess we're gonna have to go catch up with Chuck. <laughs> See, beelined it up the street. <laughs> Left us, man. It was better. It was that. It was better than that. And I started fighting motherfuckers. <laughs> but but seriously, man, because look, it's that time of year, and. I, my my mind needs to I need to release shit in my head yeah so hey man nobody feeds their their cattle grain no more so you can't go out and pick it ain't nobody feeds their cattle grain anymore you gotta so they you, feed them corn uh it's not grain okay that shit only grows in grain fed I thought, I thought they fed cow grass. I thought they uh, is, is you, you feed them grain. Grain-fed cows produces the shrooms. Okay. Look, man. <laughs> I've been I've been fucking around with this shit when I was seven, eight, seven, 17, 18 years old in the field. Getting chased. By motherfucking cows, having to climb a motherfucking tree. Yeah, I'm not getting chased by no damn cow. <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck, man, I'm trying to get some fucking shrooms, motherfucker. Cows are fast as fuck. Yeah? Well, you gotta be around the fucking tree. <laughs> Is whether a tree or a creek? Cows, cows look slow, but the motherfuckers fast as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been chased by one? I've seen them run, yes. <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm saying, but, hey... And plus, you can be out there, and they're not, if you can't be out there at night. If you fuck around with them at night, they're going to chase your ass. During the day, it's whatever. It's no big deal. As long as the bull is way the fuck over there. Yeah. You can go out there, man, and just find you a patty. You see, see them sprouts. Take it, run your finger up that, you know, your fingernail to the uh, stem. Or you just look at the cap, if it's blue, or if it bleeds blue when you run that you, your finger on it, then you got it. Because the, the blue this is the psilocybin. Psilocybin. Yeah. yeah. Make that order. And it's like 34 under 40 bucks. You just gotta go through the process. Four weeks. You you gonna get like two batches. Chuck, you just got to, come on, man, just don't have it in your head you're going to do this. Have it in your head that, hey, man, what, 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 what could possibly happen is, is this right here. Wizard of Oz with Dark Side of the Moon playing at the same time. <laughs> 
That's what you need to experience. Not Wizard of Oz, but uh, what's oh, that? It's Wizard of Oz. It's Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon. I thought it was uh, Fantasia. No, it's Fantasia. It's Fantasia. Oh, I've always heard it was Wizard of Oz and Dark Side. No, because we watched. No, it's Fantasia. Okay. With, with, with Mickey Mouse? Yeah. Yeah, that's Anastasia. Anastasia. Whatever. The, what, one of the two, I think, is. I think it's both of them. But I watched uh, that, that Anastasia. Because you got to time it up. It's like when... Uh, when the lion roars on the third roar, yeah, you, you press start, play. Yeah, something like that. And man... I was just... It be a controlled environment. We're not going to be outside. Oh, I cannot be outside. Hey, being outside is shit. I don't want to go outside, Jeremy. Well, well, I can't be around people. Okay, well, well then, <laughs> I'm just saying. Then that's, that's, that's what's going to be. Unless I'm in a strip club. We're not gonna go to a strip club on <laughs> shrooms. I am not gonna be in no fucking strip club on shrooms. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, yeah, no. Let's get evil. <laughs> evil. Let's go to hide by it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna take us home? Nobody. We're gonna walk home? The Lord. <laughs> Sober. That fucking sheriff walked through at night. And you imagine that shit? <laughs> God forbid a bitch fall off that pole. <laughs> it's just, a, it's just the, the only thought that thing about it is you're gonna be fucked up with your money. You know, you're like, I can't even count this shit right now. <laughs> you know, and, that, and there's your money. It's just melted through your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't take it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even count it. I could just throw hundreds. Yeah, you know something I did. His pants is around his ankles, you know. <laughs> News at eleven. We've got a uh, couple of guys at. Hot bodies, uh, they were found, um, <laughs> one of them climbed the pole and took the shit on the stage. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck your stage, bitches. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> I wish I had more hands. I'd give those titties four thumbs down. <laughs> So, back to shit that we like. Hey. I had I had to get I had to get out of that spiral. To be continued. <laughs> it will happen. So, uh, dude that Jaren works with, when uh Bob Niffin. It's a cool cat, man. He's from uh, New York. I mean, he was one of the guys that said, hey, look, don't worry about what you're going through right now. You just got to go through this training. Don't worry about your trainer. 
you know, he took me home when I have a car. And he's a good guy. You know, he's in his 60s. Has his guitar with him all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember uh, a few weeks ago he was talking about it. he woke up and he, he said he looked over at his guitar. He's like, Robert, come on, Robert. And he's like, no, my wife's right here. I says, come on, just pick me up. It's not I can't. I got my wife and she's right here. So what, Robert? <laughs> you know, this is this is what he should be asking his guitar. You know. And he's like, say, Jeremy, got me out of the bed. I had to pick her up. Would he would he play for us? Man, look, all I'm saying is you tell me when and I'll ask if we can go over there because he's nearby. Mm-hmm. I don't like off of William Cannon. Oh, he's close. Yeah, he's nearby. I just don't know where. And okay, well, yeah, he'll play for us. Then what I or or you know we go by the studio. I mean, just he just needs to know. That's that's what I would like. Get, go to the studio. Go to the studio. We'll hook him up in Studio One. We'll get some camera people. And we'll we'll do a video episode. We'll get it figured out, man. And I'll just tell him, say, look, you know, we'll just go by the station. But, you know, he'll he'll do it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There, there's, there's just no doubt about it. And there was times, uh, you know, because I told him that, you know, we've been wanting him on the show. And he's like, well, you didn't call me. I was like, eh, well, I was in Maynard or whatever, you know. But he's still interested. And also... He's wanting me to buy a guitar, and he's he's willing to teach me. I'll take the lessons. You know, and because yes, you take him. I'll take him. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take I him. Learn how to play. Because he sat there and he's like, you know, Jeremy, you know, um, I think he's like 65, 66. He's like, yeah, I got a lot of health issues, and I don't know how long, much longer I'm gonna be here. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, come on, man, Bob, shut the fuck up, dude. saying hey well then what I'm gonna do is uh 6 minutes and 13 seconds we're gonna celebrate the music of Bob Niffin don't talk like the motherfucker's dead man I'm not I said, that's why I said celebrate oh. the music oh I'm saying he's not dead we know I'm trying to get him in the place yeah. niggas we just called him I understand <laughs> I'm just saying he's just he's talking like he's dead no no yeah. no no, no. Well, I should say we're not gonna say we're gonna introduce the music of Bob Niffin. He's a listener. He's a cool cat, man. I I like this guy. He's a cool dude. Good blues music. Uh, So it's Bob Niffin, the 4 a.m. Blues Orchestra, live in the studio, and uh, the song me and Jerry both like Hangover. Uh, So we're gonna start that shit and uh, let it rock. Go unlike Rhapsody, we're gonna let this whole song play. So uh, enjoy yourselves, motherfuckers.
gonna bust wide open Feel like it just might explode
So goodbye tequila No more whiskey, wine, and gin That was uh, that was Bob Niffin, Hangover. Uh, it's dope shit. Thoroughly enjoy Bob's uh, guitar playing, and we are hoping to get Bob uh, in the studio where I work, and that'll be our first like real legit video episode, or at least get a get some good shots of him playing. Uh, good performance shit that we'll put on our YouTube channel which has been suffering <laughs> cause we only got one video up on that motherfucker but uh, we will uh, we'll get some more video content up we gotta get bar- uh, get Jerm's barbecue show going uh, Grill Master I don't know about Grill Master but Shit, nigga. Yeah, everybody else calling themselves a goddamn grill master. Nigga, you be a grill master. <laughs> we gotta get that. We gotta get that hooks, rubs, and spices order in. That shit fire. I can't wait to try that lemon pepper shit. Cause I love lemon pepper. Gonna put it on some um, drumettes. Some wings. Hell yeah. Shit. Start my own goddamn business in this motherfucker. The Bendis, goddamn the Bendis Bar and Grill, shit, the man. best bar in Austin. If you don't listen to this podcast, man, cause my man Mike. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout to Mike. Uh, shout to Wiley Ross. Yeah, he doing some things. Uh, Wiley is up for muralist of the year in Austin, the Austin Chronicle. So you can go to the Austin Chronicle and vote for Wiley. Uh, the thing that pisses me off though. I'm going to say this. Um, I like the Austin Chronicle. I do. I actually know a dude that works for the Austin Chronicle. That's one of the writers. He actually wrote the cover story for the last edition that was out about uh, R&B artists in Austin. It's a good read. You should check it out. It's a dude named Karan Spearman. Uh, He's a good brother. Which is fucking super weird. Because, like, now I've met more black people in Austin in the last, like, two weeks than I have in the fucking 12 years that I've lived here. <laughs> fucking how many years I've lived here. Damn, it's been it's like 16 fucking years. I've been here for 20 years. Yeah. So, um. 20 years. So, yeah. Shout out to Quran. Shout out to the Austin Chronicle. Uh, but the problem that I have with the Austin Chronicle is get the fuck out of downtown. Everything that's great in Austin is not fucking downtown. Right. It's not on. It's not down. It's not all downtown. It's not on the east side. Casino El Camino is a great fucking bar. I love Casino El Camino. Yeah. 
best burgers in this fucking city. Respect to the sloppy burger at Magnolia's. But them burgers at fucking Casino El Camino mm. are fucking fire. I love them. But as a bar, a place to drink, Casino El Camino is a good dive bar. Mm-hmm. It is not the best dive bar. It is not even the best casinos. The best bar is Casino Southside. That whole setup is nice, man. Yes. That big ass wood wood grain oh, uh, uh, bar, gorgeous leather walls, free pool. The is small. Yeah, it's small, but the jukebox. Yeah. Fire the patio. Yeah. Fire. All right, the bartenders up there, top notch. Not that the bartenders downtown aren't great. The good, the good dudes. I don't know nothing about downtown no more. So. Well, no, I've been there. I'm saying. Yeah. They're good bartenders. Uh, there's one down there. He's got a bunch of tattoos on his arms, and he always wears like a fucking hat or whatever. He's a great bartender. He's a good dude. I like him. It's just, it's been a while since I've been out. Yeah. yeah oh no no no! Long, I don't go long, past. I don't go. I don't go past uh, the dirty dog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't go past the dirty dog. Like once I pass Red River and you get to the dirty dog, I I don't hang out in any of them bars down there past that, unless I'm going all the way west. The new kung fu is still decent. I haven't been there. It's yet. pricey. It's nice though. I don't want to go if it's pricey. Two but. two bars. It's an indoor and an outdoor bar. Yeah. Uh, like Dogwoods. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like that. It's 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 or nice. Dogwoods or whatever. Dogwoods, yeah, it's Dogwoods. It's it's nice. Uh, but I don't fuck with it all that often because it is expensive. And although I have been on a Sunday. Because that's when we always went. Hey, man, when we gonna fucking do that shit again? We always went on a Sunday. When we gonna fucking do that shit again, man? That's been a long time. We ain't been day drinking. We ain't been out there to fucking Kung Fu getting some fucking Bloody Marys and doing the damn thing. I mean, it's been a long motherfucking time, man. It's been a long time. I mean, I'm not trying to say go out and just get, you know, dip a balls in it. But I'm just saying, it's it's been a long time, man. Yes. It's been, it's been, you know, shit. Since we left you with a dope beat to step to. Yes, it has been a long time. Uh, I don't know. We got to arrange that at some point in the near future. Um, What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Jesus Sunday. Christ. Jesus Christ. Are you proposing? I'm not proposing shit. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that. I mean, um, I, got, I got a little bit of cash that I can fuck around with. That's all I'm saying. I just got a little bit of cash I can fuck around with. That I haven't, I need to go cash it. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta check my cash flow. Uh, yeah, we we'll have to discuss that. I'll talk to, I'll talk, I'll talk to our, I'll talk to our personal Uber. <laughs> to see how she feels about that. <laughs> Fuck around, fucked around. Oh, uh, yeah, I feel you on that. You no, know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to say go out there and, and you know, uh, get butt naked. 
<laughs> have a have a have a have a ten AM drink <laughs> and then fuck around and be like, it's two in the morning? What the fuck are we still doing? <laughs> Oh man! Oh shit! Ah! That'd be fun. Shit! I like we ain't really done it. Ordering pizza for the girls. Don't you open no! Don't you open that door for nobody but the pizza person. <laughs> when are y'all coming home? Never! <laughs> Never! Fucking Soul Train line. <laughs> man. 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 Ah, man. Vit man. Look, you know. We, I, I had fun with Ashley, man. She, you know. Shit. Fucking hoe, but I had fun. Shit. She was a fun person. Yeah. yeah she was a, she was a yada now. But <laughs> yeah, man. Put a big ass forehead. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, okay. All right. Oh my god! And um. Uh, Alright, so, um, yeah. Do you live the stretches? Hmm? I said, do you live the stretches? So, uh, we're gonna... Damn. I was gonna bring up some other shit. But honestly, I don't really even give a fuck. Fuck it. Tune in next time, man. We're gonna have Bob Miffin on the motherfucker over at the station. We gotta get this shit done. We definitely gotta and, get this shit done. And, you know, done. I'm gonna, uh, talk to this guy... Hopefully, you'll give me a call back. If not, I'll talk to him Monday before I go on my run tomorrow, uh, Monday. And we're going to get this stuff set up. This guy's a good dude. He plays good music. I haven't heard everything that he's played, but we got to get this thing in the studio. Put it on YouTube. Yeah, he, you know? plays, he plays great music. I mean, you guys heard it. He's nice on, he's nice on the guitar. Real nice on the guitar. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to get some interviews in him because, I mean, the, his his uh, train of thought, I like this guy. I like the way he thinks. I, li- I like conversating with him. And I'm pretty sure once we get him on, you'll see what, what I'm talking about. That's some good shits. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, you know. Yeah. Uh... I enjoy the man. I enjoy his work. And uh can't wait to hear what the fuck he's uh the fuck he's up to. Uh and there's a bunch of other shit that we gotta get growing. Get this motherfucker back on uh on somewhat of a schedule. But I mean it is what it is. I'm not gonna, you know. It's neither here nor there. Uh so what we're gonna do is uh we're gonna play uh our last voicemail. I believe it's from the hashtag Blackout Blackout Podcast. So uh we're gonna play it, uh react to it, respond to it. This is the first time I've heard it. It's gonna be the first time Jerry's here hears it. So uh yeah, we're gonna run that out. 
and then uh, do what we got to do. So uh, just bear with us. What up, Chuck and Jerm? This is Jared from the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Shout out to you fellas. I was down in Texas for a minute a couple weeks back. That like early mid November first. <laughs> I heard apparently this nigga died halfway through the call. What the fuck is this nigga up? That's it? Yeah, that's the whole voicemail. <laughs> That's it. Um, <laughs> not a whole lot to do. Uh, yeah, welcome back to Texas. He grew up in Houston, so he's not the first time. Dirty six, and it's not the first time. No, nah, he was in uh, Dallas. Oh, okay. He was up there uh, for work. I did. I did get in like the last because they uh, did their podcast on the uh, Periscope. Oh, go ahead, man. Oh yeah, because I hear you. I hear. Uh, they did their last podcast on uh, Periscope and uh, Facebook Live. Oh, not Facebook Live. This is shit. Instagram. Insta stories. Insta Live. Insta something. Uh, and I got in there. I guess they uh, just wanted to send us a voicemail. Just because he was in town, which is uh, which is always nice. It's always nice to know motherfuckers uh, is out there doing what they do. So, you know, that collapse coming too at some point in time. Uh, yeah, I didn't really know because I was gonna get into the uh, for the dick for the chick for the pussy challenge. Really didn't know whether I really wanted to get into that or not because I, I don't know how to feel about. So many bitches being just uh, open and out front about what they're going to do for the dick. Because um, at first it's cool knowing that bitches is just out there for the dick. You know. Um, but then... What do you do when a bitch that you know and you respect and then you look and you see she's doing the for the dick challenge? Like, what do you do? Have you seen the for the dick challenge? What do you mean for the dick? You haven't seen any of the for the dick? Those videos? Yeah. Nah, man. I mean, nah. It's It's like the motherfuckers just sitting here just rapping like, I do this for the pussy. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, but I mean, what do you, what do you think about for the chicks that's doing the for the dick challenge? They ain't rapping, right? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, can you, can you respect the bitch that's out there, you know, just rapping hard for the dick? I mean, you can't be hypocritical like that. You know, motherfucker, talking about what you gonna do for the pussy. So what? I mean, it's just like it's just like this. This is how I see it. Say, for instance, a girl is gonna put out on the first date. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna necessarily call her a hoe. 
She's just telling me what she want out of life. That's all. If she want to fuck, she want to fuck. I'm not going to send you the dog ass out because you know what? I'm wanting to fuck. So if I'm wanting to fuck and she wanting to fuck, why well, don't call her a hoe? And you are 100% right, sir. You are 1,000% I mean, seriously. I mean, no. You, you take that a step further and, and that bitch is uh, sending that pussy out like McDonald's does hamburgers and I'm calling her a hoe. But just because, you know, hey, man, say, for instance, we've been out drinking, you know, me and her have been out drinking and, and whatever, feeling good, and shit, man, she throw the pussy out, so what? She do that for the dick? And I'll tell you what I'm going to do for the pussy. Okay. All right. So I... So you don't feel no kind of ways about a chick grabbing about what she going to do for the dick, man? She just telling me what she wants out of life. Now, that's all. Now, now, what if this, what if this chick is somebody you respect, though? And it's just a shocker, and it surprised me. What do you mean, like respect, like my mama or something? Yeah, mom, sister, your niece, like, like. So say you, say you, say you at your cousin's house, right? Or you at your, you at whoever's house. Look, man, I already. Got and you see you like your fourteen-year-old cousin. And you walk past her room and you hear the foot of dick beat come on. <laughs> I already got problems with Facebook and Instagrams and my cousins. You know, it's like, man, come on. Seriously, I can't. I can't look at this. I'm looking at your titties. Why are you, why are you throwing your ass out there like that? And you ain't no hoe. But you're going to put your ass out. Your titties is out. Hey, man, Jerry, what you looking at? Oh, damn, listen, man, that's my cousin. Oh, well, she got some big titties. Yeah, she does. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? You see, that's, that's what I'm getting at. You can't even... <laughs> that, that, that's the kind of shit that's fucked up. Yeah, it is it's fucking terrible. I mean... Yeah, you can sit here and respect the woman and say that's a good woman right there. Now, you sit there and tell them, saying that this particular woman, that's a good woman, you respect her and all that, but have you ever seen her out here doing some whole shit? Or posting some whole shit? So if she's doing that, do you really respect her? Well, see... My problem with this is... All I can say is, man, it's my cousin. Stop looking at her titties. See, my problem with this is... I know you're looking at her titties, but I can't stop you, but damn, man. I love love my family. And I'm not going to put nobody out out the paint like that. Now, I love strippers. I love strippers, too. It's well documented. How much I love strippers. <laughs> um, and and let it never be said that I would shit on a woman for getting on that pole. I would never shit on a woman for getting on that pole. But I have very close family members who like to do pole aerobics. 
and post fucking videos and pictures of them spinning around on poles and shit. And I gotta look at them with the side eye like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All this money and all this time for college, bitch, and you're still on the pole. <laughs> I ain't gonna name no names. But, uh, yeah, and the other thing is, is look, there's plenty of people that you never want to see as a sexual being. I don't ever want to think of my mom as a sexual being. I don't want to think of any of my sisters as a sexual being, which is fucking weird because you don't want to think of your mom as a sexual being, but if she wasn't a sexual being, your ass wouldn't be here. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> she got beaded and skeeted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to think about that. That is true. <laughs> If you hear, your mom's had at least one dick. <laughs> so if you're one of those families where your, where your mom had like seven kids, your mom got a body count like a mom. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. It's, it's, it's just like saying, man, I can't, man. That's somebody's daughter. They all somebody's yeah, daughter. Somebody's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You got a point. What's your excuse? Yeah. I don't got one now. So, um, yeah. Like, I, I don't, I guess, I guess, I guess it was fucking entertaining for a little while. And I mean, I had fun with it. I, I did some. I, I I didn't. I'm not. I'm not doing a, a, a for the dick or for the pussy challenge. Cause honestly, the most I'm doing for the pussy is going home for the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charles, I'm going home for the pussy. Yeah. Answer the phone for the pussy. Leave <laughs> <laughs> hoes alone for the pussy. I don't know. <laughs> Some niggas out here putting lotion in their hand for the pussy. Out here on bugs in front of the pussy. <laughs> Wait a minute, is that pussy? Wait. Hey, 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 hey. This is another thing because we've been talking about this. And it can happen. We need to interview one of Burton's finest. Or whatever. Oh, hell yeah. I definitely do street hooker interviews. You bitch gotta have some of the best stories in the world. That shit that should be like uh what is it, Hookers on the Point, the HBO show? You remember that shit? Hell yeah. Hookers on Hookers on Burton. <laughs> 
Shit, I, I, I'll give up. I give up a dub. I give up. I give fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks worth yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah. What can I give him fifty dollars? Twenty minutes. All right, come here, bitch. Come sit down. We're gonna do this podcast. She probably stay for longer. Who knows? This, this is weird. It, it is. Pull your titties out if you feel. It <laughs> make you feel more comfortable. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Still some titties, bro. <laughs> Bitch, how one of your titties, how one of your nipples is a pepperoni and the other one is a tic tac? This shit don't make no sense. Why your titties don't match? Oh, this one, I can tell you. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a nipple or a cigarette burn? Both. (laughs) So, yeah. I would 100% do that. 100%. All right. Well, we've been going for about 2.30. Uh, y'all heard Rhapsody. Uh, check out the album. That shit sound fire. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting that. Uh, uh, there's another dude out of California, Sir John Lee. He just uh, dropped out a, dropped an album called He Eats With Wolves. Some good West Coast hip-hop. It's a different, different, different aspect. Uh, he's a dude from Compton. But his dad was a preacher, so he grew up kind of sheltered. So he's kind of hood and kind of nerdy. Uh, good rapper, though. Good flow. Uh, different kind of content. I'll check out some of the songs. I know his shit's on iTunes and fucking Spotify. I think his shit is on Spotify. Uh, but the hashtag Blackout Podcast guys had him on. Uh, Random Ramblers and Rob had him on. That's how I heard about him. Uh, I liked some of his shit. I like his song Hollywood, Hollywood, and I like his song uh, Bless You. It's cool. Uh, so check his shit out. Uh, I don't know if Bob shit is on anything. Uh, but goddamn it, you're going to definitely be able to hear more of his music on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you just like good blues music. I love good blues music. I come from blues people. So that shit was always in my house. There's never a time when I couldn't hear B.B. King or Muddy Waters or John Lee Hooker or whoever mm-hmm. in my house. It's always on. Because contrary to popular belief, I did not grow up on hip-hop. I grew up on blues and R&B and soul music and all the other shit. I didn't start listening to hip-hop until I was like 10, 11 years old. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's that. Um... Uh, I thought that I was listening to Rapids Delight <laughs> I was probably eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, this is kids now. They grow up and all they hear their houses around. Nah, I didn't grow up like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. I had to listen to shit that my parents and my grandparents listened to. It was always Saturday afternoon, twelve o'clock, North Carolina. So. Train, yeah. Soul Train is big part of my motherfucker. Yeah, man. I told you, you know that Asian chick. Yeah. My dad worked with her, with her pops. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yeah, he met her a couple times. <laughs> Suki. What's that bitch real? Sound nasty, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> she'll be she'll be she'll be she'll be I don't know. Yeah, shit. I smell pussy. Oh, shit. Well, it's like a hat. 
Ooh, it is nasty. <laughs> Throw your ass in a circle. Okay. So, uh, yeah, man, go out and enjoy some good music. Enjoy yourself. Man, I don't know what the fuck going on. I don't want to be negative, man. Just go out, find some shit you like. Do the shit you like because you never know what the fuck's going on, man. Um, so, yeah, happy International Podcast Day. Uh, we did it. This shit will be up tonight so you will be able to listen to it. Uh, fuck. As soon as I can upload this bitch, it will be tonight, late, worst case, tomorrow morning. Um, which would be Sunday, October 1st. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna try to get on this grind, get our, uh, regularity. Damn. Regularity back up where it's supposed to be. Uh, Shout out to all our podcast brothers and sisters out there. And, uh, let me cue up the music. I almost forgot about this shit. I was about to close the goddamn show. <laughs> no fucking outro music. Ain't that a bitch? Um, and you can leave with, uh, what a Bob song. Another one of Bob song. Okay. Let's just do it just this one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All just right. a random pick. Uh, yeah. yeah Solomon, that's pretty good, man. We can definitely do that. Let me pull up his uh his catalog. This shit crazy. Oh, so I'm passing nigga. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Fway and Bulls Orchestra. Uh, uh, Hoochie Coochie Man. I'll go with Hoochie Coochie Man then. Alright, so, uh, yeah. This is Chuck. John. Uh, you've been listening to the Whatever Man podcast. Uh, we're not gonna leave you with the regular outro. We're gonna leave one of, with one of, uh, the great Bob Niffin's songs, uh, Hoochie Coochie Man. And, uh, peace out, you degenerate motherfucker, <laughs> bitch ass bastard. And, uh, fuck Trump, pray for Puerto Rico. Fuck y'all. <laughs>